everybody, it's Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers who explore the back catalogs of video gaming's past. Today we're do the, doing 2012 Q1. Get ready for a stinker spoiler alert. I am your host, Nick. Bottom caddy corner to me is Jake. My ass. Mm, mm. My ass! My ass! His ass to my mouth. And then to my left is Josh. Hey, everybody. Sorry, but the, the wife and the dog just got home and distracted me. You broke it up. You're supposed to say, like, my ass, my back, my something, and my crack. Way my... to break up the synergy, Josh. Way to break it up. Follow me. Follow me, Tony. I got distracted, okay? I can't help it. Uh, what... Uh, before we get into anything, just a reminder, we are part of the Trident Network of Podcasts. Check us out over there. Check out our sibling podcast. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify. And while you're there, especially on Apple and Spotify, rate and review us. Please give us all the stars that you have. Please, please, please. Somebody stole all our stars. It's like a bad game of fucking Mario Party over here. It's Nemesis all over again. He screamed stars and then he took Brad from us. We used to have a fourth host named Brad. He's gone. R.I.P. Brad. R.I.P. Brad. Uh, so what is it? So Josh, you were t- before the show. You were talking about some Resident Evil speed running. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so it started down a rabbit hole of uh, obviously I love speed running and randomizers. And there is a YouTuber I, I watch a lot. His name is Bakba Soup. He does a lot of the uh, Resident Evil two and three original. He also does the remaster of uh, one just as randomizers where it could be randomized NPCs, randomized enemies, weapons, or, you know, loot in general doors, even where like if you go into like to the main hall into like the, the dining room, it'll take you into the laboratory. Like as an example, like that's randomized doors. So I w- started watching that and I was like, again, and I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of gonna go back and play some resident evil. So I went back today. I played Chris on the hard difficulty uh, with just the knife and beat it. So I have a follow-up question because you were talking about your Steam Deck coming eventually. Would those randomizers be playable on your Steam Deck with a little tweaking? Uh, yeah, I believe so since they have a Windows uh, backdoor uh, mm-hmm. accessibility to it. I'm pretty sure I can randomize those still, yeah. Oh, um, fudge. I got another question. Um, are you going to stream it? Stream the Steam Deck? No, no, no. Your, your speed run, your, your randomizer. Are you going to stream it? If I do it, yeah, I would. I would stream it. Yeah, if you're aiming for the leaderboards, Josh, got it. You got to stream it. Oh, well, I never said I was gonna speed run the game. Those those guys like have no, and this is no offense to them, because obviously they have a great time and enjoy what their craft is. But they spend days upon days playing the same game, trying to figure out how to beat a game fast. And those guys can beat Resident Evil One in an hour when it takes us like two hours. But but I love that aspect of it because. You have these different niches, like you have like your strategy game, like the Iron Harvest guys. They all know like that. Well, this does this amount of damage to this type of armor. This to this, this to that, and they just know these fucking numbers. And then just to think that there's speed running people out there for like Resident Evils or any other speed run type game. They're like, okay, so there's this wall in, um, there's this wall in the the Hell Room, which I guess is the extra hallway in remake. There's this wall in there that you can clip through that cuts down like three milliseconds, which is really helpful, especially for when the hunters come. Like just having like yeah, <laughs> having uh, that no, shit those, down. So, and that's why I think that I'm a different breed of gamer. So I enjoy all aspects of gaming. So I can't sit down with just one game and like tell you every single thing about it. I can sit there and learn and like and appreciate it, but I'm never going to be able to sit there and spend like my whole entire life playing one game, learning every single aspect where these guys can play two or three games and do that. And it's like, I have to give them credit. That's impressive, but that's just not how I'm built. I enjoy games way too much to, and I appreciate them too much to sit down with just two or three. A quick sidebar before we get to what Jake's doing. If you had to guess, either be it the game on Steam with the most time or just the looking back in your life, what game do you, th- you guys think you've spent the most time with in your life? Uh, Final Fantasy IV. Okay. Really? You mean across the multiple different ver- versions and like... I mean, all the different versions are kind of similar, um, but I could like, I could tell you all Final Fantasy for like, like a story. Gotcha. I have Josh? to say Super Metroid. Okay. I, mine would probably be a tie. Uh, I played a shit ton of Titanfall uh, back when it came out in 2013, 2014, one of those two. That doesn't count. Like, 
so much. Like I, I probably played that game first. That was the only game I played for a straight year. And I remember it because it pulled me away from Bioshock Infinite, which is another game I got buried in. Otherwise, Iron Harvest, I think I'm sitting at like 750 hours on Steam. If we're going to include multiplayer games, I have to be fair. I would say it's probably Battlefield 4. I probably put well over 1,200 hours into it. That's fair. That's I was going to say Brawlhalla because I got thousands. Thousands. He's got thousands. Oh, how many do I have? Uh, 3,139 hours. Damn, I'm not even close. So, Jake, speaking of you and what you've been doing, what have you been doing? Well, I've been kind of taking it, you know... Uh, been chilling lately, just, you know, had some medical issues pop up. Um, but I'll be back to playing multiverses for sure. Um, I've been playing a lot of this game on my phone while I've been, uh, relaxing and it's a .io game. It's called Survivor.io and you're basically just, just going against herds and like hordes and hordes of enemies like zombies just any anything like zombie related, you're going against them, and you're like you're leveling up, you're getting like items and stuff. It's kind of addicting because is this you, like you vampire? Get... Sur- is this like a knockoff of Vampire Survivor? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Big hey, is this the top down uh, game where like you have like a, your like beginning weapons are like a shotgun, a pistol, yeah, it, it's top down, yeah, and it's 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 kind of addicting because like you. It gets really hard. Like I'm up to the point where I'm playing the same map thousands of times just because I'm trying to rank up or level up my equipment. And you're not doing the attacks it. are auto, right? You're not doing the attacks. You're just moving. You're moving your. I'm character. just moving. I'm just moving my character. Some weapons, like I just got the shotgun recently, and I kind of have to. It only attacks where I'm like uh, facing. Okay. After, Whereas, after like, the show, look yeah. up Vampire Survivor. This sounds exactly like Vampire Survivor. Yeah, but it's it's really addicting. It's fun. Um, and then I've been playing a lot of Brawl Stars again on my my iPad. It's a Supercell game. That's kind of like a battle arena. I put a lot of Supercell. characters. It's kind of yeah, Supercell. I got cool. I got into uh. What what's what I got into Clash of Clans like one Christmas and then never touched it again. And then I re-downloaded it like a few years later and I still had the Christmas trees from when the last time I played on my map. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, it's been uh, they're celebrating ten years. Oh, wow. I guess, yeah, yeah, it would be 10 years. There are a lot yeah. of things where I'm looking back and like, oh, wow, 2012 was 10 years ago, technically. Yeah, because they got Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, Brawl Stars, Heydays, which I never actually played Heydays. It's kind of like a Farmville kind of thing. I was like, what about um, Farmville? Come Farmville's on, up there, too. <laughs> Farmville's um, older than that. Yeah, Farmville is older than that. I think that's about it. I think they only have the four games. But, yeah. I, I no, I'm surprised no multiverses with you being an Arya man. Like this is a good SEO weekend oh, for you. This I've is a been good SEO it. weekend for you with the new Game of Thrones coming so, out. So with I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> just since the the medical uh, situation came up, I haven't really been on the computer lately. So I mean, I'll probably get back to it tomorrow when I'm working. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be getting back to multiverses this week. I just haven't I've been taking it easy. Gotcha. That's totally understandable, and we trust we me. You, I miss it. We I hope miss you a it. speedy recovery so you can take thirty second in a multiverses tourney out of thirty two. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I bought Boyfriend Dungeon because it was coming off a of Game Pass, so I had to restart Boyfriend Dungeon. Sadly, but still, I'm way better at that game than I was first time. Working on my review right now for this game called Camp Canyonwood. It is in early access. It is. Animal Crossing, but if you are working a summer camp and you have to like basically take care of all these kids and make them earn badges for like doing the things that you would do if this is Animal Crossing. So chopping wood, digging stuff up, fishing, hiking, exploring. Uh, and the camp is very creepy. There are ghosts, UFOs. I was walking some campers through the woods at night. Back to camp before this gets <laughs> before this gets turned into a sketchy conversation. And we were attacked by <laughs> we were attacked by a bear. <laughs> We were attacked by a fucking bear. It was terrifying. Uh, there are cobras that like come into camp and try to bite all the kids. And you you're like you got they. I think the I think the kids die. You have to keep them alive. <laughs> and so then, essentially, you're playing babysitting. Yeah. So 
Jesus. You, it's, each summer is seven days long. By the end of it, you get paid for how much the kids like the camp and how many badges they left with. And I was reading that you can have up to like 20 campers at the same time, and it's a lot. You're one, you're one counselor with all these kids to keep track of. I have, so I have to ask this question. What happens if you all your campers die? Like, what, yeah, we're going to take our kid to this camp. They, all the kids died last year, but it's okay. I don't know. It's a, ske- it's a sketchy camp because the guy who runs it bitches about the last counselor ditching it. And in my first night, in my like first or second night, I found his body in a cave. <laughs> and like these aren't, they're, like the characters aren't real people. They're bird people. So I'm basically bird, bird people person. are real people. <laughs> I'm I'm bird person basically. So, so so that's been fun. I'm working on my early access review for that. Turned in my review for Hard West too. It turned out okay. Uh, I'm just not I'm not in the headspace for a uh, for uh, turn based tactics right now. And then I'm reviewing another game right now under embargo. So can't really talk about it quite yet. But that'll be out. The site Josh and I review for. Basically, just got a redesign. It looks pretty nice. Uh, oh, that does look really nice. I thought the ticker was a little fast when I looked at it the other night. The the little news ticker at the top. Yeah, it was a tad bit fast, but I don't think it was relevant as far as what I, is normally talked about. So. I think it's. A, I think he adjusted it though. I think it's slower now. I think it's slowed down. It does look really nice though. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, played a little bit of Iron Harvest. They had a new uh, world map come out. It's okay. It, it was a free weekend this weekend. I jumped on to own some noobs and get ranked. Couldn't find any games. Sad, sad, sad. Uh, so, hey, we have a little thing to do here today. Um, last week, I beat Josh in the speed cap. Uh, so he owes me a 10 Things I Hate About You poem. So before we jump into 2012, Josh, could you go ahead and, um, for those who don't know, 10 Things I Hate About You is a movie from the 90s. Uh, this girl at the end writes this poem about this guy, and Josh has basically written a poem about me. In the form of that poem. Josh, take it away. Cue the music. Did she say the title in the beginning? I don't remember. You can you can say the title beginning. Hey, this is your your stage. Well, I I named it. I I named it so I can see it. Whatever. Say your name loud so we know who it's by. Ten Things I Hate About Nick by Joshua Kaufman. I hate how you sold everyone's DS and denied it. I hate that. You know too much about Gears of War. I hate how you play Fortnite. Yeah, you do suck. I hate that you take 30 minutes to prepare our recording. Oh. <laughs> I, hate, I hate how you made me eat pickled beets. Oh, you deserve that one. I hate that you're always running late. Yeah. I hate how you call yourself a gamer, but can't even yeah, build you your own su- PC. You suck ass. <laughs> I hate that you got a free gaming chair. Hey, I got a free one too. I hate how you quit the brother stream. There was but mostly, stream. I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Preach it, preach it, sister. Hey, I didn't quit the brother stream. You can, you can always come over here and we can keep streaming. I stopped streaming in general. <laughs> I mean, I was. I think that's probably when I enjoyed streaming the most. To be honest, I'm down to get it going again. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, those brother streams, you guys got a lot of traffic. Yeah, even then, it was traffic, no traffic. It was a lot of fun. I'm fine picking up a game or whatever, and I don't care what we do. I just enjoyed that. I did actually get back into it. We can do, we can do a game and get Jake's head in there too. All three make of our sure heads. Make sure it's a floating hologram. Maybe. Hey, I could do a green screen. I could probably get something going on. Give Jake that blue tint. I, I've got some. I've got some formats that I've seen other people do that we could probably fit all three of us on screen. Uh, yeah, but Josh, off stream. Let's let's, let's talk about this. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after the stream. I got a fresh copy of Alien Isolation just sitting in my Epic Game Store. Well, wow. sitting there. All right, guys. That was a lovely poem, Josh. Great job. We're gonna have another speed cap next week, Jake versus Josh. But we'll get into more of that later. 2012 Q1. Who's ready to get into it? Any uh, quarter, but let's do it. Let's do it. Q1. First up, February 21, Azora's Wrath. Guys, why the fudge is this video game on this list? <laughs> okay, you so... don't know about this game? <laughs> okay, so first off, just so everybody knows, if you're watching the uh, us on YouTube, 
those who can't see it, I apologize. Every video I picked. So for those who don't know, they copied a lot of uh, Metal Gear Solid styling where it's like 70% cutscenes, 10% uh, budding mashing, and then like 20% uh, gameplay. Oh, you mean but, like Kingdom Hearts? You know what, Jake? No one asked you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so the, I, I had to find something that kind of like did the best of everything, and I honestly, the demo that they had for it was probably the best. So, so for the uninitiated, what what is Azora's Wrath? Give us give us it in layman's terms. Uh, don't piss off one person, who is a demigod, basically. Is this got is this a god of war? Mm, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's it looks like a god of war. So it's, you it's guys, a more, it's a more fast paced god of war. Yeah. So when you pitch this game, you, it, basically the way I heard it was, people really like this for the boss fights. Yes. Yes. And this and guy then, especially like, the last one, especially the last one. I mean, first off, just look how. For once again, I apologize for those listening, but if you're watching, this is a ten-year-old game, and this is the demo. Like, so this is like coming strictly. I believe it's the PS3. This look how bad. good this. <laughs> this what? <looks> bad. <laughs> I don't, I don't even. I okay. Thanks. Uh, great time, everybody. We'll see you next week. Oh, go go on, Josh. Go on. Go on. Continue. Josh about to add one more thing about the, about the poem. Eleven <laughs> things I hate about you. <laughs> Eleven things. How, Nick, how many you say this hate looks bad? Look how good this looks. Yes, I understand the background. I mean, it looked the best. I get that. But look how good the character design is. The yeah. enemy design. Like, this looks good for it's, 10 years. No, it's no, very gray no and brown. Look, look, look. The only good thing about this game is its boss fights. The memorable boss fight that everyone talks about in this game the only thing they talk about in this game is the last one because it's over the top, like intense. I don't know why. We... Like literally every boss fight, he like gets an upgrade. Basically, he goes from like goes from like uh, two arms to six arms to Kaioken, Kaioken times ten, Super Saiyan. Uh, I forget what the last form is, but it's like almost like Super Saiyan God. I would say right, Jake, because it's like a blue, isn't it? I think so. But this is one of those games where it's kind of like a movie that you only watch once, and you like. Just to say that you watched it. Like, this is one of those to, games. I never have yeah. to watch that again. <laughs> yes. I there's a reason why it's not been re-released, obviously. But I, honestly, for a one-and-done game, it is good. Was I'm not saying a, it's $60 good. Was this a Square Enix joint? No, this was uh, uh, CyberConnect 2. Whoever that is. Um, they did a bunch of like the Naruto games, like the Naruto fighting games. A bunch of the Doc Hacks. Why didn't you lead with that? That would have that that would have made context for the rest. I would have understood more. I've been like, you don't yeah. even know who Naruto is, is. I know this who is Naruto clean. is. He has a son called Boruto. So, oh god. Okay. Well, um, so Nick, let me leave it like this. So, all those Naruto games are like fighting games. But this is not a, truly a fighting game. And then Doc, Doc Hack. You know what Doc Hack? I know is, Doc right? Hack. It's the fake okay. internet game. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, those are two completely different games compared to this. Like, this is its own bread, bread and butter. No, were they doing, what Naruto games were they doing? Were they doing Clash of Ninja? Uh, so they did Ultimate Ninjas. Ultimate Ninja. Uh, yeah, so basically all the Ultimate Ninjas, and then they did uh, the .hack GUs, and then they did the earlier .hacks, like Infection, Mutation, Outbreak, Quarantine, Fragment. Yeah, that's about I, it. And then as of recently... <laughs> They've done. They did the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, really, and they also did um, a bunch of the JoJo stuff and the Demon Slayer game. Make a make a uh, make a mainstream console version of the Legacy of Goku games. That's what I want. If we're if we're talking about this Goku stuff, give me uh, Legacy of Goku I, one, two, and Boo's Furry. Speaking, speaking I, of that stuff i heard the movie was actually pretty good top box the office heroes? right now yeah the 20, heroes yeah it's, yeah it's on my list of things like to uh, go watch because i'm trying to avoid all the spoilers to it right now that and red red looks pretty good i if anyone wants to go see that maybe we can set something up set up a movie date uh, i am game i will i'll look at times in theaters and let you know sweet uh march 6th mass effect 3 the trilogy comes to a head uh, and it's a it's a boo boo head. It's not a good head. No, it's not. Sadly, so much promise. So for those who don't, those who've lived under a rock or haven't seen our previous episodes, because we've talked about other Mass Effect games, this is a sci fi soap opera. 
Your decisions, they matter. They carry across games. There you're going to determine the fate of the universe or the color of the explosions at the end, at least. Which, once again, brings me back to my indoctrination theory. That's the only thing that is the saving grace for this, uh, this game. Oh, my God. The fact that Headcanon has to save this series. They better not fuck up 4. <laughs> no, I honestly, I, I hope with 4, they fix everything they did wrong. I hope I get the bone more aliens. You will obviously get the bone more aliens. It was never, it was never gonna be stopped. <laughs> they were never like, guys, we gotta, we gotta hone in the boning of aliens. People are talking. Achievement unlocked. People are talking. We cannot have these aliens being boned. We need deeper alien conversation. Oh, deep, you say? Uh, I don't like this one. Still has its. This one still has its pluses. Like you take care of the genophage, which I thought I did. I didn't think that was going to be taken care of by the end of this. Uh, Rex comes back. You take care of it. The uh, what's his name? Morden. Yeah, Morden. The uh, uh, he's not a Salarian. What's the uh, race? Yeah, I'm thinking Salarian. Maybe I get them. Maybe I get Salarian and Azari's mixed up. The Asari is like. Uh, is that space player. racist? No, it's it's just there's so many races. Like I okay. don't even remember the big <laughs> yes. like. The big uh, whale-looking guys. I don't remember what their names are. They are only in oh, one. Oh, the whale-looking guys. Um, yeah, not the Krogan. No, not the, it, the other ones. They're like Snorlax or like Snuffleupagus, basically. Oh, I, I feel like they are the Krogan. I know. I know who you're talking. No. They kind of look like the elephants. They're on the Citadel. They talk like this. They're like, hey, yeah, <laughs> hey, Shepherd, hey, bird, <laughs> you got some crack. I, this one brought the Citadel. Like, the Citadel was back in two, but the Citadel was way smaller. Uh, Citadel was back in a major way in this one. Uh, one that's a part of this game that stands out to me. There are two more besides the Genophage stuff is the Leaving Earth at the beginning with Leaving yep. Earth playing as you're Leaving Earth. It's such a good soundtrack. That is, oh. that is like on my writing soundtrack slash game soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Vane, Vane from. Mass Effect 2, his, uh, him dying from his disease. I guess it's like space herpes or space AIDS or something. Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's like dying in the hospital. That, that's one thing this game did that I didn't like was that a lot of the team that you built from 2 was kind of like all over the place. And I think that's, my, I think that's a major gripe I have with anything that's trying to be like a continuation of anything. So like you see it with Avengers, you see it with anything following that kind of thing where like, oh, the world is completely fucked. Where are all the Avengers? Who the fuck knows? Oh, hey, the Reapers are back. We just defeated the Collectors. Where's my team? Everybody went and did their own thing. The only people they can count on are the Guardians of the Galaxy, apparently. Apparently, they have nowhere else to go. Well, it's just, it's funny that you say it because, ironically, you, like, miss half of your squad in two, and, like, they bring the squad back from one in three, and it's like, oh, yeah, we'll get the whole squad together. And it's like, nope, half your squad in two is either gone or MIA. Speaking of space races, they bring Ashley back in this one. If, if, oh, if you saved her, if you saved her, and she's more of a racist now than she was then, and she uh, yeah, she got rid of her. I think she had like pink armor. Like they're like, no, yeah. you, she's more, she's a more serious space racist now. Ooh, she's a specter on top of that, which is like really. They made her a specter. Yeah, they made her a specter. I guess the specters did lean a little more right, didn't they? Oh, and they were Krogans, mm. Josh. No, so the Krogans are what Rex is. He's a giant toad, basically. Yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's a... I know what Josh is talking about. There's the Citadel. They're like... They kind of just chill and they're talking and they hang out with this other big alien. I know who you're talking about. I just can't... Yeah. I can't put a name on them. But uh, they added multiplayer to this. People liked it. I wasn't... I'm not trying to play a space RPG for it, multiplayer. It, it was okay. It was just mainly you surviving waves and doing objectives. It was, a, it was okay for once in a while, but it wasn't like, a, oh, we're going to make this a main multiplayer game. You know, this didn't get beat Call of Duty or Battlefield. The ending still shit the bed. It did. I do, however, like the Leviathan DLC. That was a good DLC. I don't think I put, I think the only DLC in the whole series that I really got into was Pinnacle Station in the first one and then Lair of the Shadow Broker in the second one. Which cracks me up because Pinnacle Station doesn't even exist anymore. It, it wasn't bad either. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was good. They had so much cool, so much cool stuff you can get. Better, better starting or better equipment for you in general. And they did the remake, and they're like, guys, we lost the source code to Pinnacle Station. Which then cracks me because like you have copies of the old game, don't you? Like, can't you pull it from there? 
<laughs> I don't think it's that simple, Josh. No, it's not. I, I, there's a whole thing about it. I, I, I digress. We'll, ha- we'll have to read. We'll read up on. We'll do a whole podcast where we just sit here and read books about code coding and what the do's and do nots of coding. <laughs> Always have a backup for your backup, damn it, and make it sure it's in a separate location compared to your first backup compared to your original. Oh, that's uh, hey, that's a perfect segue, by the way, because the next game released on March 20th is Ninja Gaiden 3, and that's another series that has some infamy with uh, people losing source code. Uh, I think the first game, they can't find a copy of it. They don't have a copy of the source code for the first game that isn't Ninja Gaiden Sigma. So if you want Ninja Gaiden 1, you either you have to go get a hard copy. <laughs> so basically what I'm hearing is like you're never going to play Ninja Gaiden. If, if there's a re-release, you're never playing like that true Ninja Gaiden 1 unless it's Black or Sigma. No, and even then, if you're lucky, if someone's nice enough to put a copy of uh, the original online for you, which, I mean, good luck. I don't know if there is one. I've never looked, but... that for, So Ninja Gaiden is a hack-and-slash game well-known for its difficulty. The third one came out in 2012. Uh, this one, I think, was not well-liked. Uh, the combat was slowed down. I remember a feature of it was being that, like, you could see, like, limbs falling off. Like, it would slow down and do, like, the x-ray thing that was popular in the Mortal Kombat at the time. Yeah, and then on top of that, it was the easiest compared to all of them. Like, I remember being able to play this one and beat it without dying on the hardest difficulty. That at the time, like, first, because I think you beat the game once and you unlock the next hard mode, I believe. But I, I, I remember playing it, beating it, and going, is this really Ninja Gaiden? Like, uh, two, I died, like, within two missions. I know on the first one, I definitely died on the first mission. I, um, yeah. I only mm. played I only played two, and I got to like the level with the werewolves, so like the third or fourth level, and then I stopped because like nope, I'm not I'm not this disciplined. I can't do Ninja yeah. Gaiden. I beat I beat the second one on um, the both the first two difficulties, and then when I got to the third one, I, I you can't even get past like the third or the second level because it's just too hard. Like. I do, and there's more difficulties past that too. I'm just like, how is anyone beating this? I do wonder if now that we're older, if like one and two are easier, or if we're just still gonna suck. No, no, no. You're still gonna. No, suck. we're still gonna suck. Who's uh? <laughs> Does anybody want to know uh, a speed run for this for, one? Uh, for, no, for two. This one's easy. I'm not gonna look at. I'm just gonna bring up two for example. Does anybody want to guess how quickly somebody has beaten a new game mode on Master Ninja? Is that the hardest? One. It says it's the hardest uh, for hardest for Ninja there. Gaiden two. Yeah, I'm gonna guess like two hours. Uh, this guy put on here two hours and fifty nine minutes. <sighs> Shit, man, you gotta know all your moves, and you better hope the uh, AI are in a good spots. And it's a lot of RNG to be counting on. Like, no, I'm good. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fuck off, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> yeah, I I just don't. I don't know how people can do it. I really don't. It just baffles me. Oh, here we go. Here, here's even, here's even better times. Oh, on uh, or warrior. So the second hardest difficulty for new game, one hour forty four minutes. Nope, I'm sorry. There, they, they, there must be a lot of exploits on that. There's no way. Yeah, they're using, they're using macros, man. Dude's got a game shark. Not, no, no. I don't want to believe it. I refuse to believe it. I just, I don't, I. <sighs> especially with these hard games like when people come out like i've seen these speed runs every summer and i think it's every fall when they come out people are like yeah i'm gonna play this really difficult game usually people take like 10 hours to beat it i was able to beat it in like an hour and 30 minutes like that okay you know what touch grass go touch grass once for me please can we talk about how desensitized games like this have made us because last week that rat got stabbed in Battlefield, and I was like, oh, my God. And here I just, here I just st- stared as... <laughs> You're just letting it happen. I stared as this guy just cut all these people in half, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, you got to cut people in half. I like how that's the TikTok. <laughs> Your reaction. Has Josh yeah. seen it? Has Josh seen the clip? I have not seen the clip, no. No, it's fine. Put it, up, put it up on the TikTok. Anything else on Ninja Gaiden? Can we move on? Yeah, we can, can move, we move on. on. If you haven't realized this, before we go on, if you haven't realized this week's really the the really shitty week. This might be our shittiest week. It definitely is. There have been some stinkers, but this one smells like shit. Mar- also, oh my God. So the, the next two also came out on March 20th. My goodness. Next up, oh, no. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Oh, P-U. I never understood <laughs> the appeal of these games. Like whenever... 
whenever I watch like a video series on YouTube about like Resident Evil retrospective, we're going through all of them and they bring up games like this. I'm like, you guys could just stick to the numbered titles. You don't have to do all these. Why are you doing this to yourself? So uh, in this... theory, in oh. theory, this could have been so much better. If they didn't, like, honestly, they went for this very bright, like, trying to go, like, a little funny but still be serious. And they could have honestly just gone truly dark. Because I remember seeing the trailers for this, and there's at one point, like, they were hinting at, like, you could kill Leon and Claire and Jill and Brad and all them. I'm like, this is really cool. Like, this is, like, this would be a really cool, really dark game. No. Did they? They so much action. I wonder, because, like, was this coming from a bunch of the folks who also did uh, The Lost Planets at the time? Because this is the vibe I get from it. I remember, uh, I remember when it came out, I was like, oh, this kind of looks like a bunch of the people from Lost Planet got together and made a Resident Evil game just without mm -hmm. the fun. So, no, these are actually coming from the 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 team. So it was Capcom and corporation, a cooperation with some of the guys who did, like, uh, they did a bunch of those weird SOCOM games. So they did, like, ta Tactical Strike. SOCOM, Confrontation, SOCOM, Fireteam, Bravo 3. Okay. So they I did almost, all that. I almost feel like this is like them testing out what Resident Evil 6 is going to be. Yeah, yeah, because Resident Evil 6, it had that 4 and 5 vibe, but it felt more, I don't know, like because 4 and 5 felt more tanky, and then 6 kind of just felt a lot it more was loose. focused. Yeah, very yeah, loose. Yeah, it was loose. Disgustingly loose, like... Like, oh, I don't want to touch that. Hey, they, like, fi they fixed it when they came back to 2 and 3, okay? Remake. This this game makes the Netflix adaptation of Resident Evil look good. <laughs> Did you watch that whole thing? I've watched the whole thing. Ugh. It was awful. Ugh. Jake, no. I, we, I think we talked about this because, like, they made Wesker black. Yeah. Well, not that. No, they we... gave Wesker daughters is what the thing. No, it wasn't the fact that they gave him daughters. It was the fact that they made him a loving dad. I don't care how you put it. Wesker's not a loving dad. He's an asshole. He probably and a manipulator. Like, I could see him being like per being perceived as a loving dad, but being more of a manipulator from that standpoint. No, oh, but you find fine. out. You find out like why he's spoiler. Like that. Spoiler. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to spoil, spoil it. it. <laughs> but spoil I'm guessing it. I should. Well, I told you guys he's before. He's, he's spoiled last he's time. Clone. He's his clone. That's right. Yeah, there's clones. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I'm like, I, I get if he's a clone, but I like Nick's twist of he's manipulating them, and he it's he's perceived to be this like that, but in the background he's a, he's an asshole. Yeah, but and also, but Lance Reddick is awesome. Like no, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about Lance Reddick being yeah. awesome last time. And when like I'm I'm that type of person where like oh my god they made Ariel black I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay guys it's okay. Oh, oh! Let's let's also forget this. This is split between two different teams. Remember, this is not just Umbrella that you're playing as. You're playing as Echo Six, who is the Umbrella team, and then you also play as the USS. Okay, USS oh, being USS being Carlos's team. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, USS is the Umbrella team, and Echo Six is a Spec Ops team. Okay. Sorry, I got mixed up. Because then um, yes. Umbrella sent a boatload of different teams in. So, so they sent in a relief team, which is Carlos's team, basically. They're in there. They were there to rescue people, but they're there to help give data. And then you had uh, the USS, so this team here, who basically... Um, no, wait, I'm wrong. Oh, God, they're so confusing. It's, it's no, one, you're shit. One team... It's confusing because it's so diluted. One team is there to give data to all their combat You could combat just stop at diluted like and be like, like yeah... <laughs> No, anyway, this game's not <laughs> best. They lied to us. It's shit. Move on. I can't believe Raccoon City is considered Springfield, Missouri. But I believe it. <laughs> yeah. They're missing the zombies. Nuke them. Never, never forget Raccoon City. Can we, can we move on from yes, please. Operation Raccoon? I'm getting, I'm getting a headache. Can we move on from ORC? Yes, please. ORC, baby. Also, out on the same day, what a dink! the... Uh, P or I'm sorry, the Silent Hill HD collection that was not really a collection because it only had two and three on it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just two and three. And uh, so I, I like two and three. I played three. I never played two, but I have it downloaded, ready to go. Uh, 
I don't think these were well received though. I think these were very bad HD remakes. Just like the metal, I think the Metal Gear ones were better received, but this was bad. So the one, the only two things I remember about this collection, one, the fog is draw, drawn back so much that you can see everything, including the shitty background. That the reason the whole, they had the fog up to begin with it was to hide everything. <laughs> they had to hide everything. And uh, two, <laughs> yeah. And two is I know speedrunners, and I say this because I watched something recently, they complained about how bad the ports were. Like, there were so many issues that they can't even run the game. They have to, like, they have to use GAG or whatever that other website is that has their own platform. They have to go to that because it has the actual original games ported over, and that's the only way they can speedrun on the PC. I'm sorry, my my brain stopped when you said GAG, and I was like, wait, these speedrunners are playing this game with gag balls in their mouths? Yes, with I'm gag a, balls in their mouths. I'm a child. <laughs> hey, what ending is your favorite on Silent Hill 2? Uh, probably the one where um, the dog is a bit... Like, the only the one I know dog, by heart is yep. the dog ending with the, the dog, aliens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the only one I know by heart. And then three... like. You don't ever really remember the endings of these. No, because there's like what, four of them at least. Because you got the silly ending, which is the home of the dog, or the aliens. Then you have the bad ending, the middle ending, and the good ending. Well, and then with Silent Hill, it's never about the destination. It's about the, the climb. Because you're terrified the whole time, so you're just like, oh, I hope I get out. And then it either goes good for the guy at the end or bad for the guy at the end, or there's a joke ending. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I also want a new Silent Hill game. Actually, I'm really disappointed the last one did not uh, what come was the to last fruition. One? Was downpour? Technically, yeah, it would have been, unless you consider the demo of... Uh... PT? Yeah, PT. Oh, PT. Eight years old this year, by the way. All right, PT, PT would have been... PT would have been so good. I mean, just that demo alone. I still have memories of it. It looks so good. It's still crazy to me that eight years... Like, any... Most... um, standard most game horror games these days that's what they're implementing from is pt implementing from a demo of a game that never got released just the amount of the amount of influence seen have you seen some of the like some of the content from that the pt like did you know that what's her name lisa she's her name lisa she's behind you the whole time right yeah behind you the whole time so good it's scary man somebody Somebody took the Halo, the new Halo Forge mode that isn't out yet. I'm guessing it's someone who's beta testing it, and remade PT in it. Yep. And then someone uh, went into Dreams and made the demo as well. I'm waiting for the PT board game. Give me the PT board game. I want trading cards. Damn it. PT Where's my um? What's the um the little dolls that people collect? Oh, the Funkos. Yeah, I want a Funko PT, man. Give me a PT Funko. Wait, do you want do you want of uh, Lisa or do you want of Lisa following you behind? Like you know, it's like I want it of you. I want it of the the radio in the, in the <laughs> demo. <laughs> I do love the yeah. the Silent Hill games. Like you have a big map, so you're technically it's technically you're running through a city. It's never truly like open world, but kind of always had that vibe. Oh shit! Killer, killer. No, I, I really do wish PT PT would have been so good. I think it would have definitely set the bar for a lot of horror survival games. Oh, it already has. And but yeah, yeah it would have no, I mean more than it already has. It would have continued to be an influence. But so so the life we live in. Konami wants uh, to do pachinko machines. I, I mean, don't we all just want Norman Reedus in all of our games? Give us Norman Reedus. Death Stranding's actually coming to Game Pass in a few days. I might have to check. I played a little bit of it previously, but running simulator. Leave it alone. Every game's I, a running simulator. Delivery, is, delivery simulator. Every, <laughs> every game is a running slash delivery simulator. If you think about is it, it enough. Dash. Is it a uh, the director's cut, Nick, or is it just the original? I think it's just the OG. Honestly, I kind of want to get the director's cut and just play because I haven't played it either. But I want the director's cut. I Same with uh, Ghost of Tushima. Uh, Tush- Ghost Tushima? of Tushima. Yeah. Yeah, tsunami, tsunami. Yeah, goes in tsunami. Ghost of tsunami. God damn it. Tsunami. <laughs> All right, can we can we jump into the news? Are we mature enough to jump into the news now? No. It's a short news day. Let's do. It. Okay. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. 
Hey, we're going to the news. All right, Dude. short news day. Uh, February third to the 29th. This is a long. This this news took a long time to break, Josh. They even had a leap so, day in there. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, this was like almost a month long. Well, obviously it is. It was like a month long discussion. Like they had so many like board meetings, to like deciding what they wanted to do. Sega reduces Western business after the release of Binary Domain, which was awful. It focuses on digital, on PC and mobile. So they've only worked on a handful of things. And at this point, this is where Sega is on the the cusp of being uh, almost broke. Probably snatched, almost got snatched up from somebody at this point. So, I mean, this would probably be at the point where we saw Sega diversify. I think they... So yeah, the mention of PC because I think they they didn't develop they didn't develop the um, Company of Heroes games, but I think they did publish them. And then uh, I think Sonic Colors or Sonic Four that or the fan made one came out sometime in this window. So there, yeah, you just see it. Yeah, if yeah. You... So this is right at the end uh, at the end of, of Sega Sammy Holdings, basically. This is like this is like at the end of their takeover. Well, now they're doing pretty well for themselves, if I do say so myself. Yeah, this is like so. Twenty fifteen was like their reconstruction moment, or their you know their rebuild, like the refranchising themselves. Twenty twelve was just that moment of like, hey, we need to turn this shit around. Yeah, it was like them like realizing, hey, these past few years we've really, really fucked up. Let's you know, let's go ahead and start doing better. They didn't do better, and it's crazy if you think if you had told me ten years ago that hey, Sega, um. Sonic, um, two of the best video game based movies out there right now. I would have slapped you and be like, "Shut the fuck up! You shut the fuck up!" But no, I mean, there, I've I... I've seen the first one; it's really good, and I have no doubt in my mind the second one's just as good. Any second so, I mean, one's better. If if anybody needs like uh, like, well, what did Sega do in 2012? You ready for this? Like the only the only two three games you're gonna realize they did. Crazy Taxi on the iOS. Fair. Song the Hedgehog for episode one and two. Okay. That's it. Like literally, as far as that goes, everything else is like like afterburner climax. Mm, climax. Football manager. And it gets worse from there. I'm glad they turned it around. They're they're hanging around. I don't think anyone's gonna snatch them up. They're doing just enough to get by. Helps when you lend your mascot out. Hey, until we get to <laughs> never mind. Make the Vector Man movie. <laughs> Make it, you cowards. All right, hey, Eggman. That was the news. Jake, you got those? You got those things for us? What time is it? What? Oh man, hit hit that hit that sound. Me time. This man is messing up my feng shui. Well, he's he's not feeling good, Nick. Come on. Come on, <laughs> All right, man. It's meme time. I got ass problems. All right. What we got here, Jake? Whoa, man. Okay, over here. We got Virgin Devil May Cry. Protagonist <laughs> name vaguely alludes to the Divine Comedy. Spawn, the memeable reboot nobody asked for. Worst mainline game hasn't received an improved edition. Low rent Alucar cosplayer. <laughs> If you know who that is, good for you. Oversized sword. Bang nobody in his hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just move on. <laughs> Chad Ninja Gaiden. Protagonist names translate to Dragon Falcon. Already a reboot of an excellent NES series. Never played the game. I heard it was also hard. Worst mainline entry received an enhanced edition. Gimp suit symbolizes the player's struggle to get good. <laughs> <laughs> Glorious nip and steel folded a thousand times. Finding game packed with exotic waifus. Like that makes Dark Souls look like a joke. I don't, I don't know, know about, about that, that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> cool fan base. I was discussing new strategies. I don't know about that one either. <laughs> Bangs a CIA cutie while crashing a plane. I wonder oh, what... Chad Ninja Gaiden. Which game is he banging the cutie while crashing a plane? Jake's two, like, I didn't it? play this game. <laughs> isn't that two? Because at the beginning, it's the CIA girl. I thought. I don't remember. Who knows? Nobody's going back to look either. All right, and we got one more meme, Jake. This is oh yeah, Mass Effect three endings. 
Well, you do have a choice, don't you? <laughs> it's a different well, colored explosion. <laughs> See, I told you. I told you. I told you. Jake knows oh, his memes. Man. Good meme, Speaking. Jake. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, to finish up the show, uh, I made a quiz. So Josh is going to be doing the speed cap next week. Jake is going to be making the test. So they're going to they're going to butt heads. They have to determine their punishments for each other later on. They'll do that off cam, and we'll talk about it next week. So I've created a quiz. Uh, I have seven. So 20, 2012, everyone thought the world was going to end. So I picked seven world-ending movies, and Jake and Josh are going to guess what year that movie came out. And closest one, doesn't matter if it's over or not, closest one gets the point. Uh, we'll do round robin. So, like, for the first one, Josh will go first, and then Jake will put in his answer. Second one, Jake will put in his answer. Just so that way we don't have, like, somebody piggybacking the whole time. Though That's it is fair. a good strategy. Uh, winner picks the speed cap game. Okay, gentlemen? Fair enough. Are we ready? Ready. I- All right. The first movie is, and don't look these up. Don't be cheating. First movie is This is the End. What year did This is the End come out? Josh, you're first. 2015. Jake? 2014. Jake gets the point. It came out in 2013. Yeah. And spoiler (laughs) alert, none of these are older than 2004. So just a heads up on that. Uh, So Jake leads. Keep track of your points, boys. Um, next, Next movie, Moonfall. Jake? Moonfall? That one was 20, 2017. Josh? 2022. Josh gets it. It was 2022. It came out this year, just a few months ago. It looks like a very oh, shitty movie. Oh, I know what that is. Yeah, it, looks right, like a, it looks like a shitty movie. Anyway. We're tied at one, boys. All right. Next movie, Josh gets the first guess. Day After Tomorrow. 2004. Jake? That is 2004. Okay, you both get uh, the point. You both get the point. I just remember because it was the last VHS movie we bought. All right, we're tied at two apiece here. Jake, you get the next one. The movie <laughs> is 2012. <laughs> uh, 2011? 2012? Jake gets the point. It came out in Are 2012. You it actually came out in 2012. <laughs> did poor timing poor poor timing oh my god i hurt my head uh three to two oh, uh next movie knowing like no like you know josh is that the charlie sheen movie no that this is the nicholas no Cage no film. no you piece of shit <laughs> don't oh i know exactly when this came out i was like i hope he doesn't know that's a nicholas cage movie <laughs> I don't think I don't think him knowing if it's Nicolas Cage or not is going to help him here. I don't think 2009. he knows. 2009. What about you, Jake? 2010. It was 2009. Piece of shit. 4 to 2. <laughs> Jake can still tie it though. Next movie. San Andreas. Oh, that was um 2015. Josh 2016. Jake has it. It was 2015, so it's 4-3. to three. Jake can tie it. Jake can tie it with his last one, sending us into sudden death. Last movie. Disaster movie. Oh, that was a shitty movie. That was a shitty movie. Is it my guess or is it Jake's guess? It's your guess. Your guess. Oh, shit. Uh, disaster movie. The name sounds familiar. I can't think of it. Uh, 2016. Uh, 2013. Jake gets the point. It came out in 2008. So I was thinking because I knew it was a shitty movie, but I was thinking, I was like, I think it came out after 2012, but then I was thinking, no, because the disaster movie came out after the day after tomorrow, like, because it has that in it. So I was thinking it had to be after that. I don't even remember what the hell disaster movie is. This is it's this a is like scary old, movie. It's a scary movie spoof, but they took like the disaster movie stuff. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, it's like hero movie, all that stuff. Yeah, I remember Shyamalan. Yeah, shitty movie. All right, so I've got an old movie here. I've got an old movie. Jake will give the answer first, since Jake fucking came from the brink of destruction. Closest to when this movie came out, gets to the point and gets to decide what game is being speed capped. The name of this movie is A Boy and His Dog. Now, is this like before 2004? This is before 2000. This is an old movie. Old movie. Um, a Boy and His Dog, I'm going to go with 78. Josh? I'm going to go with 85. Jake gets it. It came out in 75. <laughs> Jake came back from the brink and ended up winning the whole damn thing. Look at him. My go. ass. My ass. Pulled it out of his ass. Jake, what game is Josh speed capping next week? Oh, man. Let's see. Josh, let's give you a shitty game. Jesus, really, really, really hard to pick from. I know. And you have extra uh, choices because uh, there's a collection in there, too. <laughs> Oh, um, well, we're going to give you, let's go with Sewer's Wrath, Josh. <laughs> I can think of worse. It's fine. So Jake, remember you make that quiz. You have 10 things on there that Josh has to get. If Josh scores above 30 points, you have to do his dare. If he scores below, he has to do your dare. So you boys have dares ready to go next week. So we can see who is getting dared to do something. I didn't have anything else to say right there. Jake's ass is going to hurt more next week than it's going to be this week. Oh, boy. My great, ass. Great job on the quiz, boys. Proud that worked out. Everybody, I am Nick. You can find me at That Kaufman on Twitter, Nick Fat Knight on Twitch and YouTube. I've also got a Discord in the links below, so check it out. Jake, where can the people find you? You could find my ass on Twitter, Discord. YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, and Jakey Wackoff. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, buddy. Josh, where can the people find you? Twitter at I am Josh saying. That is all. That is all. And you can find Smashing Game Time on any social media. You got the Twitter, you got the Instagram, you got the TikTok. We're also on YouTube where you can find the video version and see our beautiful faces while we're talking. Why not check us out? Make sure we are brothers, eh? Right? <laughs> That's a little uh, provocative there. I don't know what I was going Come for find there. out if we're brothers. <laughs> Come find out if we really are brothers. Uh, next week, we're doing 2012 Q2. As always, uh, like and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. Everybody, this has been Smashing Gate Time. We hope you had a smashing great time. We will see you all next time. My ass.